I Read So Hard is a podcast dedicated to books. All thoughts and opinions belong solely to Amy and EJ and may at times contain colorful language, including naughty words and conversations about sexy times. It is never our intention to offend, scandalize, or otherwise hurt feelings. Writing is a tough gig, and while we may not love everything we read, we do respect and admire every author out there with the guts to publish. We're grateful for the work that went into every book we read and review. Hi, EJ. Hi, Amy. You want to talk about some books? Absolutely. Me too. Because why? Because we read so hard? So freaking hard. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a podcast that EJ and I wanted to start because we like to read, we like to write, we like to talk about all of the above. We do. And we do all of that super hard. So hard. Yes. <laughs> and so this is so this is I'm EJ Whitmer and you're Amy Stearman. <laughs> sorry, I was waiting for you to introduce like what you write and what you do. <laughs> oh, sorry. So I write, I'm a writer. I write romantic comedies, um, sexy superheroes, just kind of light beach reads. Um yeah, it's kinda it's kind of unique. Um, but you know, it's fun. It's super fun. Yeah. I really like I really like your books. Thanks. Um, and I'm Amy Stearman, and I also write, and mm-hmm. I tend to go kind of more towards paranormal, supernatural kind of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Some murders. Murders. <laughs> Sexy paranormal, keeping, keeping you on the edge of your seat. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I dig it. And... Um, and just because we like to read and like to write, it doesn't mean that we think we're super good at either of them. Correct. And <laughs> our opinions are our own. We are not claiming to be professionals at this. We're just uh, trying to have some fun. And, and we we respect the hell out of anybody who takes the time to write a book, a short story, a poem, anything. Because it takes it takes a lot of balls to do that to get yourself out there. And so our intent is not to hurt any feelings. Um and just to give our honest opinion over stuff. Right. Yeah. And just, and just talk about it as much as we can. We don't, we don't live together. So we have to yes. <laughs> talk about it long distance. And so now you guys are stuck listening to us too. Mm-hmm. Until we run off together and start a commune. A commune with, with goats and leaves. <gasps> I was just going to say goats. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but not leaves because I just listened to that. Um, my favorite murder and then Ooh. oh what's the other one the scale scale and sword about matthew hoffman the killer that was obsessed with trees yeah oh my gosh <laughs> yeah and he had he, he would like staple bags of leaves to his house that yes yeah. <laughs> yes and his house was like full to the waist of leaves so now yeah. like i don't want our commune to have leaves anymore just goats <laughs> can, I have some, can i have some trees okay fine but like pine trees <laughs> fine it's a deal <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway all right books books amy what did you force me to read i forced on you a beautiful poison by lydia king yes yes and the speaking of beautiful the cover the cover was beautiful yes i'm kind of a cover whore and so i i would have possibly downloaded it just because of the cover for sure 
I, I can't remember how I got it. I had not read this author before, and I don't remember if it was like a like a first read or Kindle deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I grabbed it too, and I really I liked this book. And um, <laughs> poor EJ, I am forever forcing my tastes on her like quality books <laughs> forcing me to read quality books <laughs> books and music and food and opinion just everything that I do I'm like hey do this with me uh, <laughs> like it I, you're gonna like to, it to be honest though I would rather read the books and eat the food that you press on me than <gasps> listen to your music <laughs> name one piece of bad food I've given you ever no I'm saying I would rather do that than listen to your music that makes my ears bleed <laughs> It's so good. One day. One day I'll get you. Oh, man. Okay. We'll see. So anyway, this book. Tell me about it. book. Give me a synopsis. Yeah. So this is about a young girl. Oh, and I should say it's set. I think she's, again, I think Lydia is a beautiful writer. So the the first sentence says, just beyond the gilded age and a mist-covered streets of New York City. Which is just so pretty, just like such a a great way to introduce a book. I was like, oh, I'm in, I'm in. So it's set back a while ago, you know, when when women didn't get to have many things such as opinions or brains or education or, you know, the ability to walk outside alone. You know, that, no big deal. Like that, yeah. Um, So it follows a young socialite, Aline, who is very beautiful, who's very rich, um, the opening scene is her at a party of some sort. And I don't remember mm-hmm. which kind of party. Was it was it her engagement party? Um, it might have been. I know it was at her house. It was at her house. And there's a murder. <laughs> murder. <laughs> <laughs> and so what's unusual about Aline is that for a heroine of this time, she's pretty unusual in that she's got a brain. <gasps> I know. Scandalous. And she How can think dare she. I know. She can think thoughts. It gets her in trouble the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what she's mostly interested in is chemistry. Um, so she's, she's, as you'll read when you're going through it, I, it's, it's pretty unusual for her kind of like her mathematical engineering sort of brain to go through all of this in that era. Mm-hmm. And so she, is super fascinated with all of that kind of stuff. And these murders start happening around her in general. And so she gathers up two of her childhood friends. Yes. One is named Birdie and she's all young and wispy and blonde and delicate and beautiful and kind of meek and mild and just kind of like follows along with Aline. Doesn't really have much of a backbone. Exactly what you would think of with the name like Birdie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Jasper, who is a boy and he's a man. <laughs> I think mostly in the story, just so she can walk outside and go into places because she couldn't otherwise unaccompanied or whatever. Right. You need a, you need to be escorted by a male who has, you know, a brain and, you know. Yeah. Can, can, can give you permission to do things and say things. And, right. Yeah. yeah. So he was handy to have around. Jasper <laughs> is also kind of interested in the medical field and um, he does a lot with chemistry and all of that kind of good stuff too, which is very handy for Aline. And, and you know, interesting as a reader, because I can't imagine the amount of research that Lydia, the writer, had to, had to do to write this piece because it's quite detailed. It really is. Um, so or I she could have just been making it all up. Maybe we just won't know any better because I'm not going to go look up any of this. You know, that might be more impressive. Totally. 
I, yeah. Yeah. So it's actually said um, when the Spanish influenza was at its worst. And so some of the deaths that are happening around Aline are being kind of played off like, oh, it's just this horrible disease that's going around. But she kind of knows better. And then as we get a little bit further into it, with each dead body comes a note, like a hint. Mm-hmm. Just and randomly placed where they would find it. But yes. not, I mean, it's not like it's just handed to them, you know, they right. find the first one in a book or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And so it's left for her to kind of figure out. So she, Nancy, drews her way through this, this whole book, which is interesting. Um, and also the dead bodies, for the most part, are related somehow either to Aline or Jasper or Birdie. Correct. Yes. Correct. And, you know, as scandalous as the, as the murders are, the, the investigation, them going into the investigation them trying to decipher who is committing these crimes seems to be even more scandalous than the murders themselves because they're just not supposed to be nosy yeah exactly exactly just let us burn these bodies and get rid of this flu and get out of here nosy little little hero (laughs) (laughs) that you know i'm mad about this book because there's no penises in it um (laughs) true but eh, and the 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 opening scene makes it seem like there might be a little sexy scandal going on it does and there are hints at it like birdie and aline like cuddle and i love you amy but and i joke about cuddling but like unless i'm romantically interested in you or i've had too much wine i'm not gonna cuddle with you (laughs) except that i think that you forget that you do you're always the (laughs) big well that's holding that's not the same as cuddling (laughs) like they talk about like intertwining their legs and stuff and neither one of us shave often enough to be able to intertwine our legs (laughs) (laughs) we're too too sandpapering we'll just ouch ouch (laughs) raw the next morning (laughs) (laughs) um so so the person who is opposite of us is Birdie. Correct. <laughs> yes. Really feminine and she likes hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Birdie's health is failing throughout the book, basically the whole time. Yeah, in like dramatic, like in dramatic ways, like yeah. losing teeth. Yes, and hair falling out, and just like it just can't hardly move. It's awful. Um, but she doesn't really share that with anybody. Correct. Yeah. Just we as the reader know that. Um, so Aline and Birdie grew up in the same house together because Birdie's mom was Aline's housekeeper. Yes. One of the, yeah. one of the maids of some sort. Some of, some of the help in yes. Aline's house. Um, until there is a pregnancy, a scandal. Did you just hear that? What? In the background, a really loud thunder just hit right right before you said there's a pregnancy <gasps> did it sound really cool in your hat it did i hope it picked it up because that was awesome oh. <laughs> sorry go ahead that's okay and so they get kicked out of valian's house well sure because you know girls can't get pregnant out of wedlock how dare they not the shut worst. down their reproductive systems for <laughs> on, on the whims of males or just how about just don't be fertile at all. Right. Damn it. 
because men didn't really grant them access to ways to shut down that stuff. So. Well, you know, not a lot has changed. We're supposed to shut down our stuff, but they can just go around planting seeds everywhere. <laughs> <sighs> we'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> so they get kicked out and then Bertie and Eileen Lee kind of lose touch for several, several years. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I can't remember why Bertie showed up at that party again, because that was like the first time they'd seen each other and probably what 10 years something like that um yeah um something about aline sending letters to birdie and jasper inviting them but she had been sending letters um for the first few years after they left and then stopped writing them when they didn't write back um, and i do i remember right that maybe her dad intercepted those letters i think you are right yeah yeah, yeah. he disapproved of the the poor folk being friends with his daughter correct social classes and all that yes exactly so um i gotta tell you also too what i really enjoyed about reading this book is that it was just so beautifully written i thought it was so detailed and kind of pulls you into the actual era and and for something that was so unusual to talk about chemistry and dead bodies and sneaking into morgues and um kind of where medicine was at that time i thought i thought king did a great job with all of that you know, I thought her writing was beautiful. Um, there were, so there are three, Aline's the main character, but there are the three friends are, it's told in each of their point of view or in, in third person, each chapter is talking about a person. Um, and I don't know that it was super necessary to write so much like about what Jasper was doing every single day. Um, and, but at the same time, it was interesting to read because she went into detail about like him working as a janitor in like a, hosp- a hospital and then he got moved to the morgue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was interesting. Um, and had she not written it so well, I think an editor would have been like, cut that out. Yeah, um, but that's probably fair. It, but was, again, it was interesting. The boy has to be there. That's true. The girls can't do stuff without him. That is true. That is true. Um, <laughs> so, and I, I agree to your point. Um, if I were to say there were it maybe any flaw in this book or the storyline at all, I would say that it's that Aline is so curious and nosy and investigates everything. It's just kind of like unrelenting, almost to an annoying degree mm-hmm. on some of her interests and pushing everybody along. But she doesn't put together or even question really birdie and her sickness and what I think is pretty obvious to the reader. Right. Like, I mean, if she is that frail and that close to death, someone as curious um, as Aline would notice that. I think so too. And so as the reader, we know that birdie works in a watch factory mm-hmm. and her job is to paint the little glow in the dark hands on the watch faces and how do they glow in the dark amy (laughs) i believe it it is a poisonous substance called radium well well you mean you shouldn't lick the tip of your (laughs) of your paintbrush before you paint on a watch dial it just seems like at some point you would notice like i'm sucking on this paintbrush all day of this unnatural glowing substance and my teeth are falling out you know coincidence Uh, what So that was kind of my only beef as, with as a reader, because you just want to yeah. like shake them and be like, quit licking your damn paintbrush. <laughs> yeah. Also, Jeez. open your eyes. Um, but also, 
Birdie has to be a she has to know she's dying because she has to be a little bit suicidal. Right. Absolutely. Because as we come to find out, the scandalous, scandalous pregnancy wait, wait. was not Oh. We have to announce that this is a spoiler alert. We do? Just this first time. Because okay. after this we'll tell people in advance what we're reading. Okay. But okay, so stop listening for exactly like six minutes if you don't want to hear. Okay. That's there. There we go. <laughs> okay the scandalous pregnancy was not birdie's mother it was birdie indeed so the little sister wasn't a little sister nope that's a little daughter and um as we come to find out it was aline's father who was raping birdie Mm -hmm. and made her pregnant at a very young age and then kicked her her, her daughter, and her mother out of his house, and they were just living in squalor, sucking on radium. The mom was at work uh, doing, um, she was a sex worker. <laughs> doing uh, men. <laughs> <laughs> um, penises. Penises. <laughs> well, and like, so at, and the only, so my beef with the story, the only hint was um, at some point in the book, Aline talks about how she misses Birdie sneaking into her room at night. And she's like, it didn't occur to me until later on in life that she was sneaking into my room to escape the sounds of him having sex with her mother. When in fact, she was escaping into her room to avoid being raped by her father. Correct. Um, But that was the only hint. And I just felt like at the end, I was like, wait, how did I miss that? Because usually when you read a really good book and you get to the end and there's a huge twist, you're like, oh, now this and this this makes sense. The red balloon. Right. Yeah. That's the red balloon. The sixth sense? The, there were red balloons in the sixth sense? Right before he saw a ghost, the little kid, there was something red in every scene. Stop and then it. a ghost would show up. At the- what? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's at the birthday party and the red balloon floats up and then he wanders in and he gets attacked by the ghost and the door's locked or whatever. Right. And you see the red balloon pop on the ceiling. <gasps> It's red, or he's wearing a red sweater. Or he's there's something red in every scene, and that's kind of your precursor to like, oh no, there's gonna be a ghost. I oh, I had no idea, and now I'm gonna have to rewatch it. Ah, damn it! <laughs> Stick with me. Neat. Yeah. Uh, now I forgot what I was even talking about. Oh, that we didn't we didn't get very many hints. Um, oh, yeah. Also but fair. Birdie <laughs> turns into a freaking badass at the end. She does. And so we come to find out that all of these murders and crazy things happening is Birdie. The the, the sickly little like too weak, too dainty, too girly to do much of anything on her own. Mm-hmm. It's just out killing people who she feels like deserve it or have hurt one of her friends mm-hmm. or whatever and just leaving notes because she knows Aline so nosy she's going to look into it and she's kind of guiding her. So for as intelligent as we're led to believe that Aline and Jasper are, I felt like Birdie was probably the smartest throughout, mm-hmm. but you, don't, you just don't see that because, yeah, she's just this kind of secondary character. You um, never trust the quiet ones. Never trust the quiet ones or the pretty ones. Correct. That's why I don't trust you. Oh, thanks. Because you're pretty, not quiet. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> and so, yeah, at the end, the culmination of all of the murders comes um, when Birdie goes back to Aline's house and with all of her knowledge of chemistry that she's learned or whatever, paralyzes Aline's father, but he's still conscious, and then sticks something in his throat and lights it on fire. Yeah, like, 
him on fire like burns the damn house down yeah <laughs> and then and then she goes out. oh she breaks her leg somehow um because she has um cancerous tumors in her bones from all the the, the radiation and she just goes mm-hmm. into a guest bedroom and lays down to die after she sets the house on fire yeah yeah so it's just i'll burn this motherfucker to the ground with me inside it but she <laughs> made sure that aline was outside because she is her friend after all Mm-hmm. she didn't think she deserved to die at all so yeah it's kind of kind of a crazy twist there at the it end was. Um, and, and then and it was very, satisfying very, it was satisfying yeah except i guess i would have liked to have hated the dad a little bit more like he was kind of like a typical father of the time that yeah, just strict you know you didn't like him but yeah. you, you couldn't really yeah. give him too much crap because you know that's the way it was but because yeah, there weren't hints, to... it's like I wanted him to be creepy at some point. Yeah, me too. I didn't, as I was reading, I wasn't like, man, I wish somebody would light this guy on fire. <laughs> I, just, I didn't hate him that much. So I would have liked to have hated him a little bit sooner. <laughs> right, right. And then uh, for for all of the, the murder and kind of weird, yucky things that happen, it actually ends on a pretty happy, tied up in a little pretty bow Oh, way. she tied she tied that up for yeah. like forty pages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end, we find out that Jasper and Aline are still hanging out, and they have somehow switched interests. And Aline wants to be a doctor, and Jasper wants to be a chemistry professor or something. And little little Holly, the bastard child, is going to live <laughs> with Aline and be safe and happy ever after. With with the the boy, a nerd that was like a pudgy dorky yeah. you know pimple faced nerd who all of a sudden boom is hot as <laughs> he's an adult and he whisks her and little holly away yeah and they all live happily ever after yeah Until they, they catch the spanish flu and die horrible bloody deaths probably probably i mean that, that would probably be most historically accurate yeah but so, that's not that's not in the epilogue so there weren't any penises no, not a single one. Would you still recommend? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I would too. I'll probably I would too. buy it for my aunt. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I buy her books that don't have penises in it. <laughs> uh, I just pulled it up on my Goodreads and I gave it five stars. I I would also I would also give it five stars. Um. Um partially because it deserves it and also partially because especially on goodreads people are harsh oh dude and so it's like if i can help them out and and say you know anybody who rates this a three or below is an idiot then i'm all for it because you know amazon reviews are harsh but holy cow goodreads whole other animal that's yeah part of why it's so terrifying to publish anything yes and why we want to make it so clear that we do not think that we can do better than you Right. We know how hard this is and we just do it because we like to do it. Um, mm-hmm. But man, it, yeah, it's it's tough putting it out there. So, But yeah, yeah. I, w- I would give it five stars. It was fine. Fine, Amy. It was good. Jeez. <laughs> Success. Did it. You're trying to make an honest woman out of me. <laughs> what book did you pick? <gasps> Only the single best book in the whole wide world. Say it. <laughs> it's called unquiet slumber by paulette miller it sure is 
It sure is. It's um, very unquiet, and you will not slumber. And now this is a book that EJ has been asking me to read for years. Yes. Like, for as long as I've known you. You're like, you have to read this book. It's about dragons. There are dragon penises. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> dragons like, are very sexual beings. I was like, yeah, you know, one of these days I'll get around to it. I'm pretty sure. Whatever. So finally, finally, I've read your book, Unquiet Slumber. Yeah. Um. So my mistake in all of this was that I actually haven't read this book for um, seven years now, almost eight. Um, and I didn't quite recall just how, um, I don't want to use the word bad, <laughs> just how um, hard it is to read sometimes. <laughs> that is very fair of you. Because it's not bad. It's just, well, so <laughs> let me tell you guys about this book. <laughs> there was so much hype leading up to this. Years you have talked about this book. Years. Well, and truly, at what I mean, what book could live up to years of me talking about how great it is? <laughs> like, I made you read Harry Potter, and you're not a Potterhead. <laughs> which is just crazy to me. <laughs> so I open it, and I'm in the first few pages. I'm like... Who is this person? <laughs> I thought I knew you. <laughs> so, well, so, okay. So the main character, her name is Tiana. Um, she is <clears throat> beautiful um, with long silver hair. Of course. She lives in a village where she is an apprentice to a wizard. Um, and the townspeople are afraid of her because she's different um, also, because she set a boy's hair on fire once when he kissed her. <laughs> um, you know, that's no big deal, though. It grew As back. you do. Well, sure. I mean, that's like, my husband is always like, you you set my hair on fire when you kissed me, babe. <laughs> like, that's so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's figuratively. And this was literally. literally. Yeah. So she's, um, they only trust her. She's a healer. So when people are hurt, sure, they call her because between death or having a weird chick heal you, most people would have the weird chick heal you. Yeah, but they're not very happy about it because she's just, she's just so unusual and beautiful and good at everything she does. Why wouldn't they be suspicious of her? People are going to think that this is a biography about me because <laughs> so strangely beautiful and good at everything. <laughs> good at everything that you try. Yes, it's true. <laughs> but she's also um, an expert hunter. So yeah. she goes out in the woods to hunt a boar that had been eating her magical herb garden. Um, and guess who else is hunting this boar? Um, a team of four dragons. Um, except that they're in human form because they spend most of their life in human form. Um, and each of the dragons is from a different sept. Um, so they have red, green, silver, and blue sets of dragons. Mm -hmm. And all of these dragons are extremely handsome and good looking and intelligent and smart and like exceptional at everything they do. Right. Correct. So. Well, they're dragons. Hello. (laughs) Oh, I didn't realize that was, um, just common across all dragon sets. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean. You really need to brush up on your dragon clearly history. Jeez. 
Um, so she runs into this this gang of dragons, and they're on a quest to find a prophesized warrior. Um, and they don't realize that it could possibly be a female. Um, spoiler alert. Um, stupid boys. I know. So they, they, they introduce themselves to her. She feels a connection to each of them. Um, and of course, each of them are super hot for her. Well, yeah, they, cause she smells good. Remember? She smells very good, but they can't quite figure it out. Right. They're like something about you gives me boners because you smell so good <laughs> right dragon, right. Bo- dragon boners right um so she embarks on this quest with them because she wants to go back to their hometown um because the wizard that she interns tells her she's not human she's part fey and then the other parts are like all of these different magical beings she's like a mutt um but a- in a good way because she can do lots of cool shit <laughs> lots of cool shit right making her own clothes that just like <clears throat> fit her body perfectly and she can hide giant swords under her and right i mean yeah she's she's a badass um so throughout the trip she's especially close with this blue dragon nathaniel mm-hmm. who pretends that he's like a ladies man and he's always like oh i'll rub your booty and <laughs> easy EJ you're getting a little too sexy who doesn't love a good booty rub <laughs> nobody that's who uh, girl nobody we'll doesn't about... love it oh okay okay I was like okay we'll talk about that later too <laughs> um so every village that they come across Nathaniel disappears with like a couple of ladies and Tiana's like, excuse me, I thought we had something special. Right, because I think you also smell good. Right. So, uh, uh, it's just, this this book is so involved. There's so many side stories. Like, I don't even know how to summarize it. Um, um, here, here's a good way. Okay. If I may. Oh, please, you may. Super unusual, quirky girl who doesn't even understand her own self. Right. Travels through the woods with four super hunky, strong, intelligent men on this crazy quest to save literally their world. Uh-huh. And shenanigans ensue and so-and-so is attracted to this one, but oh, but I already have a mate, but oh, dragon. Oh, yeah, they mate, yeah. Um, secret tattoos and oh Amy you can't just skip over that <laughs> that's a huge part of the book um, it's illustrated oh yeah because she does a wonderful this Paulette she does a wonderful job of explaining in detail um, these dragon tattoos that change when they like take a mate and have babies and stuff like that but then there are illustrations color illustrations it, in in the book Itself. Yeah, yeah. So you can follow along. You're like, oh, that's what a sword looks like. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Which I I really appreciated. I th- I thought you would. And I'm picking out a couple, a couple tattoos for us. Oh, oh, super duper. Yeah, super yeah. duper. And we could add to them like as we mate and things. <gasps> oh, per- oh, good. I think yeah. baby dragon tattoos as we get totes. Baby totes. Cool. Cool. Yeah. <sighs> 
Um, oh, so out of all these septs, they think that the black sept is gone, but guess what? It's not. And <clears throat> the leader like visits her in her dreams. And in her dreams, Tiana, so they find out that Tiana is part dragon, which is great. But not why is it why is it great? Um, because dragons are cool. Because of their dragon penises? Well, apparently her vagina isn't a dragon vagina. Oh. Because she and Nathaniel can't do it, or they think they can't. Yeah. Because when dragons orgasm, they turn into dragons. Yeah. And they would just rip a human to shreds. (laughs) So Nathaniel's like, sorry, we can't do it. So they they just don't. But that's all. Oh, my goodness. So, as I said, dragons are very sexual beings. Um, And so Nathaniel has his needs and and ends up cheating on her (gasps) with some bish raven and i remember seven years ago reading this as i was sitting on the couch and my husband was sitting next to me and i'm bawling <laughs> and he's like what is going on and i'm you dragons dragons can't have sex with humans and he had sex with raven <laughs> he cheated and that was before we were married and he still married me so i'm i'm really curious right what else were you into seven years ago like who were you seven years ago i mean Lots of Legos. Okay. Um, spiced wine. Yes. Um, LARPing. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So yeah, so this would be emotional for you. Oh. I I was I felt betrayed. And this is in book one, and there are four books. <sighs> oh, and so getting back to the black dragon that visits her in her dreams, um, not only is she part dragon, she's part panther. That's right. I forgot about that because she has a little bit of everything that you can think of in her. So, like in her dream, he's like, Come to me, kitty. And she is all of a sudden a panther and they have panther sex. Yeah. So, did she cheat too in your mind? Well, no, because she it's because it's only in her dreams, A. And if you read the next, the the subsequent books, um, it's like the prophecy. So, do I even, should I just say what happens in the subsequent books? I think so, because I would prefer not Ah. to read them. Okay, fine. (laughs) So, she gets pregnant um, (laughs) with twins, and one is a black dragon, and one is a blue. Why isn't one a panther? Um, I'm not sure. What was that sound? That was weird. You said, why was that, why wasn't she a panther? And it sounded like a kitty meowing. (gasps) Okay. I swear I am magical. I don't know what's going on with me. I today. hope that that came through because that was amazing. Um, <laughs> I I don't know, but one's a black dragon and one's a blue dragon. So she has like split custody between spending time with Nathaniel and with the black dragon at his lair because they both love her in their own ways. I don't know. And I read the first three books, but not the fourth because I'm afraid it's going to end not how I want it to. <laughs> like yes, Sookie? like Suki. I I've read all of them except the last one because I'm pretty sure she doesn't end up with Eric Northman, and I don't want to know if she doesn't because they should be together forever. Do you want me to tell Kinda. you? She doesn't end Mother, up with Eric. See Northman. The, Sorry, I'm sorry. Who does she end up with? Nobody really. Oh, Charlene. I know it's oh. like she's just she's wandering around her backyard like I am Suki Stackhouse and I belong here. Fade to black. No. Eric. 
I know. Sam was kind of around, I guess. But... Sam. Ugh. Well, that just ruined everything. I'm sorry. Well, don't tell me. I know you're going to read books two through four of this dragon series, so don't tell me <laughs> if she doesn't end up with Nathaniel. I'm going to read four. Ugh. Just like the end. So I, I just kind you. of want to see the illustrations from the others. Because like, <laughs> just skim she it. gets tattoos. They... It's like the gods give them a tattoo. They don't just voluntarily go to like a tattoo shop to get them. And throughout the book, like she she bonds with these other big dragon dudes. Like one's her protector and one's her buddy. And so they all get these tattoos because they're they're close and they want to protect this little flower. Except she's not a flower. She's a thorn and she will kick your ass. <gasps> but she also needs protected. That got intense. Because she is a strong female lead and she is the savior we all need. But she also likes to cuddle and is tiny and needs protected. Okay. I'm not yeah. mad at her. So, I I mean, Amy, would you recommend this book? EJ, I love you. And I appreciate Paulette in this, but I, even if the storyline was better for me, I didn't feel like the writing was that great. I I will say, and there weren't there weren't like typos or or errors, you know. Um, but it was it was kind of YA, young adult writing, yes. except with explicit sex. So it wasn't for young adults. Um, it just felt very choppy. I guess it was just like one boring sentence after. It was another kind of one. like you're reading was- a fairy tale, like once upon a time. Kind of. And then the next day they did this. And then this happened. Oh, but over here, I don't know. It just... Eh. <laughs> this It's just not for me. It's I think it's for a lot of people. I think she's done pretty well yeah. with the series. Um, it's just not for me. Well, I appreciate that you read it. Thanks. And I'll try to be more um, conscientious about <laughs> future choices. It's like we are- a few days to get through it or whatever and so every time I read a sentence that was <laughs> displeasing I would just like, EJ that one little face <laughs> the emoji with the straight line mouth and, and that's it and she knew. she knew she knew I knew the first time you did it <laughs> <laughs> like keep reading it gets better I'm like dude I don't I don't know <laughs> and so then as you were going back through it again you're like oh my apologies <laughs> I read this at a different time in my life. <laughs> I was going through some things. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if dragon penises are your escape, then I'm glad they're there for you. I mean, well, my mother's listening to this probably, so I just, we'll talk about that. Oh, I'll talk yeah. about it. For sure. Okay, well, fine. So, but you would recommend. I would. Now, not to everyone. You have to know your audience. Um, like, you know, I, I have two very good friends that I recommended it to, and they both thought it was great. Am I one of them? No, you didn't think oh. it was great. Jeez. That's true. I just, I was trying to <laughs> but those two have, friends also, have. hey, don't you finish that question. I have okay. other friends. <laughs> That's mattering. They're only online. <laughs> we've never met in person except that we can joke about that but that's kind of how we were 
Oh, right. That's true. (laughs) (sighs) So, Unquiet Slumber by Paulette Miller. I would totally recommend it if you're okay with weird stuff. So. I gave it a four on your behalf. Thank you. And you know what? I would give it a four as well. Yeah. But mine would be an honest four, not um, not a generous pity well, four. Yours I just, is a pity four. It, it, oh, I never go below three. Like, I can't. It hurts right. my feelings. So a three is, like, as bad as it gets Unless for me. Unless it's, like, if stupid, I can't... like, um, offensive. I've given a couple offensive yeah. books. Yeah, I guess that's fair. But if I just can't, if it's not for me, if I just can't finish it, whatever, then I just leave it alone. I don't shred it just because it's not my right. taste. So, I appreciate that about you. Thanks. Cool. Um, what do you want to talk about next <gasps> week? Let's so let's talk about what books we pick, so maybe people can read ahead and then, you know, listen to this and be like, "Hell yeah, girl, I agree," or yeah. "No, you're wrong." <laughs> and here's why. <laughs> Um, but also please note that we're both very sensitive and our feelings get hurt easily right. and so be gentle yeah. don't be douches yeah um, but we do we have we have a Facebook page all set mm-hmm. up I, I read so hard do we have mm-hmm. Twitter set up yet I don't think so did oh, you I do it that was supposed to be me by the oh, time this think- podcast goes live we will have a Twitter that's wait no we didn't sorry okay okay so this is the first this is going coming out on the first um and we will have a twitter by then awesome um are we gonna do insta yeah take pictures of book covers yeah let's do it and like my food and stuff okay i'll do it okay fine (laughs) you've convinced me we can do it Um, so that's where we can post what what we're going to talk about next week the books that we're into just all that kind of cool stuff but it's also truly really where we want feedback like what are you guys reading and what do you want to talk about Mm -hmm. next and do you have opinions about the book that you want us to acknowledge to read and you know like if you're reading along with us and you think guys I want you to mention this because I really thought blank you know send us a message tweet us let us know your thoughts all of that good yeah. stuff <clears throat> excuse me so for next week the book i chose is daughters of the lake by wendy webb are there penises in it uh, not explicitly oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> what'd you pick um i picked the duchess war by courtney milan nice yes and you know what it's not it is on a completely different level than unquiet slumber like i think you might actually enjoy it i've actually started it and i am it's really good it's written really really well yeah she's good she's good and it's interesting timing too and i'm actually glad to to talk about her especially in light of kind of some of the copyright stuff and plagiarism and i'm sure everybody's been following that she's been so gross it's yeah it's just it's yeah we can we can delve into that when we talk about the book because there's still ongoing drama with this copy paste chris stuff so, it's crazy yeah. it's crazy the fallout so okay so next week daughters of the lake and the duchess yes Court. i'm excited awesome so in the meantime i read so hard 
EJ Whitmer. She's everywhere. She's got a cool website. You can follow her. You can read her books. She's lots of fun. And Amy Stearman. She's also lots of fun and has a website and is on everything as well. Read us both. Leave reviews if you like it. If you don't, don't. (laughs) (laughs) We only want positive feedback and encouragement. I'll cry. I know I will too. I do every time. Every time a bad one comes through, I'm like, oh, yeah. So, anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. And we will talk at you here in a week or two. All right. Sounds good. All right. See you later. Goodbye.